And um, in part one, we looked at, um, and, and the question and answer session that we're having is like, what would it be like if Jesus was on the panel and it was Jesus's turn to answer the question? You know, and, and oftentimes we would get a different answer from Jesus. We really would. And so we visited that in, in, uh, in part one, session one, we asked a question, what is the proper way to come before God in prayer? You know, is there a way? Is there a certain way? Is there a special way? And, and because we're not approaching him in that way, is, our, is or are our, you know, prayers being hindered? Our healing being hindered? Our, our prayer for finances, is it being hindered? So you need to go back and, and listen to part one if you haven't heard that one yet. And then part two, we asked Jesus the question, Lord, does my having unbelief cancel out my belief? And will that not allow my healing to take place? And we dealt with that in session number two, part, number, part two. If you haven't heard that, you need to go back and listen to it. And then what we did was we looked at um, uh, the third part. We, we answered the question about, or we just talked about hindrances, period, you know, and, and that the only real hindrance is hindrances that we accept and uh, how there really should not be any hindrance, none. And, um, you know, we've been hardwired and in our, in our mind, our soul has viruses. We've been hardwired with, 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 with things that we've been taught or things that we've been shown or things that we have been led to believe since we were children. And, um, and even now, you know, we're still hardwired with, with a lot of things that I believe has caused a virus, you know, that, that, that causes us to say, causes us to say, well, I must not really be believing, or I must not really be in, in faith, or I must not be standing in the word like I should be, or I must not be, or I must not be. You know, that's your, that's your biggest tell right there. Whenever you say, I must not be, then, then you haven't grabbed hold of the true and too good to be true gospel of grace where it's not about you. It's not about me. It's not about us. It's all about Jesus Christ. Our approval rating couldn't be any high. We are fully qualified by God. You know, we are believers. We are. If we're just like Jesus, if just, if, if as Jesus is, so are we. We talked about not, not speaking about yourself in any other way that you wouldn't speak about Jesus. <clears throat> not regarding yourself in any other way that you would regard that you wouldn't regard Jesus, and and that how the Father would not would not uh, speak to us or think 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 about us or think towards us in any other way. He would speak to or think to or think towards Jesus. So we have to begin to believe in that reality because it's a reality, and live in that reality and stay in that reality. And remember, we talked about our. Um, our filters, I am, I am, very important. It's gonna be very important with today, with today's you know, message. I am, I can, and I have. If there's anything given to us by man, or even in the translations that we have, and we talked about that, that do not indicate I am, or I have, or, or, or I can, then it's not, it's not our new covenant of grace, and it's not dealing with our new creation realities. And we have to understand 
that the Bible is true from cover to cover, but not all the truth is for you and me. We live in different covenants, okay? There are different covenants that, that are in, in place in, in, in various sections of the Bible. And what was true for them in those, in those areas, in those times, in those sections, they're not sections, they're not true for me. I live in the new covenant of grace, period. And we have to understand that New Testament does not equal new covenant. It doesn't. There, there's a mixture of the covenants in the New Testament. And, um, and this is why Paul in, in 2 uh, Timothy chapter, chapter 2, they were living in the mixture. The mixture was hot and heavy in their lives. And, and a lot of the mixture was flowing from, from Jerusalem, from James, from the leadership there. And you can read about that in Acts chapter 21. You can read about it in Galatians chapter 1 and chapter 2. <clears throat> and so Paul says in that second chapter, he says that he, he tells Timothy, Timothy, you need to stand strong in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. You need to stand strong in the grace you've learned from me, the grace that you've seen in me, the grace that I've taught you. And then you need to find able men and teach it to them. And then you need to study to show yourself approved, a workman that needs not be ashamed. Not ashamed of doing what? Rightly dividing a straight cut. Legalism, the law, from the gospel of grace, from the too good to be true news, the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, he, he gave us that. And we need to, to, be, to be doing that, to be rightly dividing, even in the New Testament, which does not equal New Covenant. All right, and so we're going to do a little bit, a little bit, a little bit of that today, and so and here, so here we are in part, part four, and we're going to be doing question, you know, number three, as if Jesus was answering this. He's on the panel uh, for discussion, the question and answer session in regards to healing, and just about anything else we might be looking for. So here's number three. Here's the question that Jesus is being asked. Jesus, does having uncertainty, does having doubt, does, does being unsure or being unsure disqualify me from receiving my healing? Wow. I don't know what you've heard, but I've heard that very thing. I've heard that if you have uncertainty, and, and, and if you have doubt and you're not unsure, I mean, and you're unsure, you know, you're hindering your own healing. And so this question is brought to Jesus. And, and, and let's see how Jesus would answer it. This is very important. Sometimes Jesus doesn't answer our questions the way, the way we answer the questions from others. And the way we're going to answer it, or the way Pastor Lenny is going to answer it, is from a portion of scripture in Matthew. Matthew chapter 8, verses 1 through verses 4. And uh, let, we'll read it real quick. Verse 1 of chapter 8 in Matthew, it says, When he was come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. Hmm. Verse 2, chapter 8 in Matthew. And behold, there came a leper, there came a leprous man, a man filled with leprosy, and he worshiped him, saying, Lord, if you will, if you wilt, if you will, if it's your will, 
you can make me clean. Verse three, and Jesus put forth his hand and touched him saying, I will be thou clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. Verse four, Jesus said, see thou tell no man, but go thy way, show thyself to the priest and offer the gift that Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. Now, we all have heard about that account with Jesus and the leprous man. And what do we do with that accounting? What do we do with, with, that, with that testimony? We talk about how healing is the will of God. You have to know that it is his will to heal you. It is his will for you to be healed. And that's what we zero in on. We zero in on the fact that it is God's will to heal. And it's beautiful that we see in this portion of scripture, Jesus does heal, showing us all it's his will. But we, we fail to look at the leprous man. We fail to look at how the leprous man came and approached Jesus. Yes, he worshiped him, right? But look what he says. He says, if you will, if you're willing, if you will, if you're willing, if you're willing, what does that tell us about the leprous man? He knew that God could, or he knew, he knew that Jesus could, or he believed that Jesus could. He believed that, that Jesus was, some, there was something special about Jesus. He wasn't like the, the religious leaders of the day who, who would avoid him. You know, he had to go around saying, unclean, unclean, unclean. You could read about the, the laws, the laws pertaining to the leprous man in Hebrews, uh, in, Le in Leviticus chapter 14. So he knew Jesus was like, he was unlike the religious leaders that he knew. And, and, and you know, he heard that many were being healed, right? So he comes to Jesus and he says, I know, I know you will. I mean, I know you can, but I don't know if you will. I don't know if it's your will. What do we see there? We see in the leprous man uncertainty. We see in the leprous man, he's not sure. We see in the leprous man, there's, there's doubt. He's, 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 there's doubt there. He's thinking, listen, I'm gonna go to Jesus. I know he can, but I'm not sure he will. I'm not sure he will. I'm not certain he will. I know he can, right? But but I have, you know, some doubt in that if he will. I know he can. So you see doubt. You see uncertainty. You see he's unsure. And that's how he approaches Jesus. I mean, that's beautiful, guys. That's beautiful. We talked about Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. Let us come boldly before the throne of grace. And we talked about that word boldly, how it meant and how it, how it means, you know, bluntly, in frankness, frankly, frankly, frankness, you know, you know, uh, not, not necessarily in, you know, on your, on your, on your hands and knees crawling in, 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 in holy reverence and holy awe, awe. It says you come boldly, come confident, confidently, come bluntly. You know what it means? Have you ever said to somebody or heard somebody say, hey, can I be blunt with you? 
Hey, can I be frank with you? Can, can I just be frank with you? And that's what that word means. Come boldly to, it's the throne of grace. Know this, know this, it's the throne of grace. And what are you gonna receive when you get there? You're not gonna receive a slap in the hand. You're not gonna receive uh, um, a word that tells you, hey, come back when, when your heart is right. Hey, come back when you get this right or that right. Hey, come back when you're rid of, when you rid yourself of the uncertainty. Hey, come back when you rid yourself of, of, of being unsure of the doubt. No, come boldly. Come bluntly, come frankly, come. It's a throne of grace. And what are you gonna get when you get there? You're not gonna get those things I just mentioned. You're gonna get mercy, you're gonna receive mercy. And we've all, we've all been told that mercy, right, is getting what you don't deserve. That's what you can expect with God. You might not deserve it. You didn't do everything right. You didn't get everything right. That's why it's a throne of mercy. You get what you don't deserve. This is beautiful. You come to the throne of grace where you get mercy. And guess what? When you leave, you leave with grace for your time of need. And that's what happens when you come to God. That's what happens when you come to Jesus. See, he came to Jesus. The leprous man came to Jesus. He came to grace. All right? He came in, in honesty. He came frankly. He came bluntly. He did come reverently. But he came in all those things I just mentioned. And he brought with that uncertainty. He brought with that a doubt. He brought with that, you know, uh, the feeling of he wasn't sure. He came boldly to the throne of grace. He came boldly to Jesus. And what did Jesus do? Mercy. Mercy. And what happened? Grace. Jesus said, I am willing. I am willing. Forget about your doubt. Forget about your uncertainty. Forget about being unsure. This is grace and this is mercy. So here's grace being, relieved, being released. You're healed. You're healed. So Jesus' answer would be to that question. Does having uncertainty, does having doubt or being unsure disqualify me from my healing? Is it a hindrance? Remember what we talked about with hindrances. That's in part three. Go back to part three. And Jesus' answer is no. No. The only thing that will hinder you is what you allow to become a stronghold in your soul that you've convinced yourself has become a hindrance. I don't believe. I'm not believing enough. I don't have faith. I must have doubt. I'm uncertain, whatever. You have let a virus into your soul and it's time to smash that virus with the true word of God. And now, you know, I'll preach this message and people will bring to me the book of James and they'll quote to me from James chapter one. And this is what it says. Listen, James chapter one, verse five. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask God that giveth to all men liberally and abradeth not, and it shall be given him. Hmm. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think he is he shall receive anything 
of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. First of all, remember the story of the father who said, Lord, I believe, but in tears cried, but help my unbelief. Okay? Remember this story that we just talked about, the leprous man who came with uncertainty, with doubt, being unsure. Now also remember this. Pastor Lenny has told you, if you read something that indicates you're not, you can't do, or you don't have, it's our covenant, it's not our covenant of grace. I wanna let you know something about James. It's a wonderful book, okay? But it does contain mixture. And not too many preachers will tell you this. In fact, there's one portion of scripture, and I'm not talking about faith without works is dead. You know, show me your faith by whatever you are. I'll show you my faith by my, we're not talking about that. But James specifically says, a man is justified by faith and he is justified by works. He's justified by both things working together. Now, in Romans chapter four, and he uses Abraham as an example. In Romans chapter four, okay, Paul refutes James and talks about Abraham specifically and says, if Abraham, right, if he attained righteousness by works, okay, then it is not a reward, it's a debt owed. Then, then, then it's not, it's not, it's not grace because he's justified by his faith alone. So you could read for yourself, Romans chapter four and James chapter two, and you can see the clarification that Paul brings. And then when you read that, you understand, you have to understand something else. One of the first books written in the New Testament was the book of James, the book of James. 15 or 20 years before the books of Romans and Galatians, all right? They, they did not understand the gospel of grace, the revelation of Paul. Look at 2 Peter chapter 3 at the end of that chapter. Even Peter admits about Paul, how his teachings, you know, we need to pay attention to them, but there's sometimes that they're hard to understand. You see, you have to understand that Peter, John, you know, whoever was there at the cross, they didn't know that as they were looking at Jesus, right? They did not know I was crucified with him. They did not know my sins were put on him. They did not know when he was buried, I was buried with him. They did not know when he was raised from the dead, I was raised to newness of life with him. They did not know the Pauline revelation. They did not have the fullness of that Pauline revelation. The gospel of grace that he received from Jesus Christ. This book of James was written, like I said, 15 to 20 years before. So you have to understand there are many, many good things in the gospel, in the, in the book of James, but we have to rightly divide it. You have to rightly divide it. Remember, I can, I have, and I am. So here's what people are gonna lead me to. They're gonna ask me, James, if any man lacks wisdom, that means it's something you don't have, let him ask God that gives to man 
and he will and he will give you. So in other words, it's indicating that you don't have it. It hasn't been given. He hasn't given God hasn't given it to you yet. He will, but don't doubt. Because if you doubt, you know, he's not going to give it to you. Okay, all right, that's awesome. But now let's look at what Paul says. Let's look at Ephesians chapter 1. And let's start with verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus, our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us all with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according to as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. <coughs> Excuse me. So remember I said, if it indicates I can't, I don't have, or I'm not, it's not our covenant of grace. <coughs> Here Paul says, you have been blessed with all things. You have been given all things. Would you consider wisdom a spiritual blessing? Would you cons consider wisdom all things, part of, part of all things? Well, Paul's indicating that at born again, you were given these things. James said you need to ask. Paul says you've been given. So remember, this is in, in Ephesians chapter 1. So what does Paul go on to say in his Ephesians prayer? That the spirit of wisdom and revelation, right, would spring forth from within you. That you would know what God knows. So it's not about God giving you. Because he has. It's about you understanding and knowing that you already have it. And then operating in it. It's a big difference there. So look what he goes on to say in verse six, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. Now, here we go. Where he has abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence. He has, a, he has, a, he has abounded towards us all wisdom and prudence having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he had purposed in himself. There you go, guys. Remember, Pastor Lenny says, you have to have the filter. I am, I can, and I have. And stay in that, stay in that. You have to rightly divide the word of truth. You have to rightly divide the covenants and don't commingle them. And there, there's another portion of scripture. We're gonna look at 1 Corinthians chapter two, and we're gonna end with this. Um, starting with verse nine. Listen, but it is written, eye has not seen, nor ear has heard, <clears throat> neither has entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for them, that God has prepared for them that love him. Wow. Eye has not seen or ears heard. But now look at what it says. You have to read the rest. You have to keep verses in its context. Listen to what Paul says. But God has revealed them to us by his spirit. Do you hear that? Do you see that? God has revealed that 
to us by his spirit. So our prayer has to be, thank you, God, for revealing that to me. You have to walk in truth. You have to walk in the fullness of your new creation realities. I am, I can, and I have. And you have to walk in and and, and thankfulness and saying, God, thank you that you have given me, that you have made all things known to me. And when you operate in the truth and you believe right, you will live right. It will affect every area of your every area of your life. But God has revealed them to us by his spirit, for the spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man except the spirit of man which is in him? In him. It's in him. It's in you. Oh, this is so beautiful. Um, even so the things of God knoweth no man, but the spirit of God. Now we have received, not the spirit of the world, but we have received the spirit which of God, which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us by God. We have been given the spirit and the spirit makes us know and makes known all the things that have been freely given, that we freely possess, that we freely have. I am, I can, and I have. This is beautiful, guys. Which things also we speak. You see? Which things also we speak. We speak, we declare. Not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. Now, that's important. You see, James was not addressing the spiritual man. He was addressing the natural man. Paul addresses you and I, the spiritual man here. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is judged by no man. For, listen to this, guys. This is how chapter 2 in 1 Corinthians ends up. Okay? For who hath known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him? Question mark. Who, who can know? Who, who can know? You know. You know. I know, we know, why? Because it says, but we have, but we have, we possess, we have the mind of Christ. So remember guys, I'm gonna leave you with this again. Jesus' answer is no. Uncertainty, you know, not being sure, you know, not fully believing, is it gonna hinder, is it gonna disqualify? No, his answer is no. And again, I want you to remember, have your right filters. I am, I can, and I have. And if there's anything different, it's not from our covenant of grace. Uh, this is Pastor Lenny, and I love you. And uh, I want to just put up on the board, for those of you who are looking to give and bless this ministry, and I thank you for those of you that do. And uh, it's on the board. The easiest way is our text to give phone number. And it's 845-250-6508. Or you can visit our website, which is all one word, New Life Ministry, 
newlifeministrymhv.org, newlifeministrymhv.org. And uh, you just follow the, uh, the menu and it shows you how, how to give. And of course, if you'd like to do it uh, the old-fashioned way, if you'd like to do it the old-fashioned way, there's the address to mail. It's New Life Ministry, 841 Route 52, Suite 6, Fishkill, New York, 12524. Now remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel, okay? Um, Leonard Grola Ministries, okay? Leonard Grola Ministries on, on YouTube and uh, subscribe to it and then share it. If you like these messages, share it. Remember, I love you and we'll look forward to seeing you in our next session.